Wheat's good for you. It's better than white bread. What? It's, it's got like real nutritional value. White. There's, there's grains in there. I'm recording. I am. I went ahead and started it. So now the world knows you're racist. No. Enjoy. Enjoy that. And now that we, we've, we've cracked the egg on your racism, it's important to know that uh, Talon hates... Are you going to finish that <laughs> sentence? I can think of a hundred things that that sentence could end with and be 100% accurate. Although none of them are racist. <laughs> well, a- after a solid year, maybe. I honestly don't remember. Oh, the last episode we did was the anime one, right? I think the last episode we did, we were like, hey guys, COVID's going on, but don't worry. We'll go strong. We'll keep <laughs> producing episodes. Don't worry. We're busy. We're working, but we'll keep doing it. And then we never came back. <laughs> I, uh, I feel real bad about it. Like, every time someone would ask me about it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're working on it. Don't, don't you worry. There, there's something out there. That, uh, that episode's still on my, my phone because I have never listened to it all the way through. So just every time I finish my other podcasts, it starts playing like, no, 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 we don't need to listen to this. I always find it funny because over the last year, we've had, like, one or two people follow, like, the Facebook page. Uh, there was one person. Uh, I didn't let them into the group. Because we don't do anything, so I was too embarrassed to let him in. <laughs> it was just some guy who, who uh, wanted to join the page, and I looked at him like, "Look, man, you don't want to be in here. I've done nothing with this." Uh, you, you like message him, or you just like reject him? Nah, I didn't do anything. You just sitting there pending. Why are you a douche? <laughs> because like we hadn't done anything with the page since like three episodes in, and so I felt I felt very self conscious. I'm like, "Nah, he's gonna come in and see we're losers. Uh, I'll just uh, I'll let him think that." We're dead. And then when we come back, and if we restart it, I'll then let him in. I mean, man, there's so many shows that people have never done anything with, and people still join randomly. It's not like they reject them. I, I couldn't. I couldn't let him in. You racist. It's not racism. It's just I didn't want him to see how bad I am. But, yeah, Devin. Oh, my God. But we're finally back. And of all things... It's Elden Ring that has brought us back to this table because I played this game and I really like it, this is one of the the th- first things that I've like watched or played in a while where I really felt the need to go and talk to someone about it and that's when I'm like I got to I got to get Quentin back to the table. This is a poor introduction because I've decided that our introductions are bad so I'm not going to worry about it any, anymore. This is a through the gate podcast, I guess. I feel but yeah, like- I was uh Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off this whole time. I want you to know that, I, that, that that's my go-to move is to cut people off while they talk. Man, I'm really used to it. Let me tell you, it's been a, it's been a long time. I feel like we should just do like intro music and then just like slowly cut into like phase into it. Like we're in the middle of our conversation. So like they miss out on half or whatever. Yeah, we're yeah. Saying. I, I think like, that's what we should do. They have to piece together like, what you we've play said. the intro music to let them know it's starting. And then you just like, your voice gets louder and louder and they can finally hear you. That's how a lot of like UNL theater performances would go it it, like they would cut out like that where you it the classic move in theater to make it feel smooth is to like have people start a conversation before the play starts so the audience is introduced to these characters mid-conversation and being both a part of the plays as well as watching them i felt it's the most awkward thing in the world to both see and do because at the start you're talking to like the back of a curtain if you're the one doing the performance, and if you're the one watching it, you feel like you're some kind of perv, just kind of like, 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 
squeaking, Ooh, going squeaking on through the bushes curtains. and being like, oh, what are you guys doing back there? <laughs> it, it doesn't feel good regardless, and I wish people in the, the theater arts would stop it. Thespians need to stop. I don't know, man. I'm kind of more happy with doing that, though, rather than, like, you know, the curtains open. There's just people. Their heads are, like, they're just standing up, straight looking down at the ground, and then all of a sudden, like, you hear, like, a snap, and their heads just, like, crack up. That's... A high school performance, I guess. Yeah, I don't like that idea. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> because it's it. bad. They, they don't do it because they're good. They do it because everyone's bad and no one knows how to do a play. What, you want it to be like Friends where they just like randomly start walking on stage talking? In, in general. This sort of got off tangent from Elden Ring, but despite the fact I spent like five years in theater, I hate it. I hate it and I hate everything about it. Drama kids are lame. I, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I don't... I like I I I have a great deal of respect for the people who are really good at it, but as I was doing it, it always made me uncomfortable. I I feel really bad for drama kids sometimes because I feel like I feel like while they're in drama, they're like, "Oh man, all these people always pick on us and we don't know why." And I you, know why. No, that's the thing. <laughs> and then like 3 years later, kind of around the time they either get really good at drama or they stop doing drama, they're like, oh my god, that's why they picked yeah, on me. I was bad. I was not good at what I did. You like watch an old copy of like one of your plays oh, or it's something, the worst. and you're like, I want to die. I don't ever want this to be seen again. I, I never went back. Anything I ever did, I never went back. There was one time uh, my instructor had us rewatch one of our plays, and I couldn't do it. I like just looked at my paper the whole time and would not look up at the TV. And then when my pirate would come up and I'd like put my hands on my ears, like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I will not. You cannot make me. I'm awful. It's kind of like when you have to like self record yourself on Zoom. Ooh, no. And you're supposed to just sit there and talk, but like you have to leave the camera on. So you're just sitting there, you're staring at yourself and you're like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do this. I don't understand how theater works. Like, it, as much as I, I've like always wanted to be an actor, like in theater, I was like, this makes me uncomfortable. And I don't know how any of you are okay with this. I think it's because as you get, as the people around you get better, it's not just awkward. It's not you just talking to some, like, I don't know, like, mannequin person. Yeah. So Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, another game about a bunch of maidenless fools. God damn it. <laughs> That's what I call a segue. That's a good transition. Uh, yeah, so I... I had no interest in playing this game like when I first heard about it because I just like I never played a Souls game and this is a From Software game which made Dark Souls and Sekiro and um, Bloodborne. Yeah, see, I was the opposite because I was like fresh off from Sekiro, and so I was like, "Let's go!" Like I literally finished the game and then like a month or two later, like I saw the trailer for it, I think, and I was like, "Hmm." Mm, this this could be good yeah. and i heard like george R. R. martin was working on it and i was like i don't know about this anymore <laughs> you can feel him in the game like you, you can kind of feel his touch despite the fact you know he didn't like create the story itself or anything but you, you can feel the the touch of mr martin yeah i can just feel it he's like putting his heart and soul into the game while he's eating a piece of cake and he's like mm, this is some good context <laughs> <laughs> he he has played video games before, but he would not say what the video games he played was. He's just like, I don't play video games anymore because I get too involved in them. And I was like, yeah. RuneScape. It was RuneScape. Yeah, was it, it was, <laughs> was it RuneScape? Did you play some Bejeweled on your phone? <laughs> what, well, what's this video game you're actually talking about, sir? It's just like playing tic-tac-toe against an AI. Yeah. But uh, it being a, like a Souls game was the thing that 
kept me off of it. Like the the initial hype of the game, I I kind of stayed away from it because like ah, I, I've seen Souls games, not really my thing. It's like I'm not a hard get good player who wants to go in and just beat his head on a wall for 28 straight weeks. I wasn't. But apparently I am. That is who I am, as it turns out. <laughs> uh, so the game was announced 20, in 2019 at E3 uh, and allegedly had kind of been in the works since 2017. And uh, that's kind of... I think the 2017 era is when uh, J.R. Martin was actually like really involved with it because... So while they were... Did you say J.R. Martin? Oh, sorry. It's G. G.R. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to call no, you No, well done. Now. Well done. Well done. <laughs> uh, I'm so used to J.R. Tolkien. So I was like, I hate that all, like, all authors do this thing where they, they abbreviate their, like, their first name and their middle name and their made-up name that comes right before their last yeah. name. Oh, uh, yeah. So sorry. George Martin, he was like given this thing to kind of start creating while uh, they were still finishing Sekiro. And so he kind of, he created like the basic background and uh, the world, but he didn't like do any of the story elements necessarily. That was um, Miyazaki who, mm. who came and did that. And then they would kind of go back and forth with uh, Martin uh, on that stuff after they, so they, they like show him like uh, sketches and 3D renditions of the stuff. But it's not like he had anything to do with like the the dialogue or like the character development per se uh, i i think maybe this game could have used some of that <laughs> yeah like a little a little brief uh window into what i'm about to tell you and what i'm gonna talk about later i think i think maybe uh george could have spent some time doing dialogue or uh larger story plot points so and it might have been helpful i'm not personally like i i'm i'm not like a dark souls player like I wanted to be at first. I started talking to people in the, like the fandom for it. Oh no like, no no! Why would you do that? And like, no, no, and no, then no. after that, I was like, you know, I, I'm fine without playing Dark Souls. It's okay. And I I got into Sekiro just because it was supposed to be like a really good game, and you know, Sekiro was a really good game, and that's why I was like, yeah, I could try Elden Ring. Like that's fine. Before we like really talk about the game, did you find there to be? like an obvious connection and like game mechanics and like kind of like world style between Sekiro and Elden Ring. No. Oh, excellent. Good. No, Maybe I, I should go play Sekiro. The only, the only thing that's, similar... I might be showing my hand too much on my feelings on this game before I say it. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the only similar thing is there are some bosses that you just feel like you're beating your head against, but there's not as many of them that you just feel like hopeless against. That must be nice. Yeah, it was nice. There were like, I would say there's probably like five bosses in Sekiro that you just feel hopeless against and you do just sit there and then one of them in particular you're like I'm gonna cheese this I ain't I ain't doing this <laughs> that's not the experience I had with Elden Ring no I found random goons in the world were like things I could I would hopelessly beat my head against oh yeah like dogs yeah yeah uh, dogs bears lobsters anything really anything that breathed and looked in my general direction i was like well that's gonna murder me for for those who haven't played this game a quick little sum up of this game is you play as a tarnished who are basically a bunch of america simps who got banished from the lands between but now they're back and everybody wants to be the elden lord and the elden lord is like some kind of god who kind of controls what goes on in this world it's sort of that's sort of what i took from it i don't know uh 
This is more of a review, not an in-depth lore. <laughs> yeah. I want to tell you that right now. If you're looking for a lore video, this, this isn't it. it. This ain't it. We we have a little bit of like random like tidbits that are kind of fun that we may or may not share. I don't know, <laughs> but this isn't a lore video, so I uh, don't don't judge us on that. We we just played the game. We finished the game. By God, we finished it. <laughs> I think what between us, we probably have between three and four hundred hours sunk into this game. I have collectively. I have anywhere between like a hundred and sixty to two hundred hours into the game. I think I'm I'm hovering around. I was hovering around probably the two hundred. I would guess. Yeah, and I know like an extra like fifteen hours of mine was just me going like, oh, maybe I'll go and get all the achievements. <laughs> and and then you know you finish the game and you're like, there's two other endings that I have to get. Oh, to just all oh, right to get like the achievements for them. Yeah, to get the achievements. There's like for six it. endings in total, though, right? Yeah, there, there's like six endings in total, but only three of them are uh, you. You you can only get achievements for three of them: the the flame one, the Elden Lord, and uh, uh, the Ronnie one. Yeah, the Ronnie, like the 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 Age of the stars. stars, the stars. That's it, yeah, you uh, you basically spend your time walking around the, this this hellscape, collecting runes which give you powers, which give you the right or to become the Elden Lord. But to become the Elden Lord, you got to kill a thing. We well, got to kill a lot of things. Basically, the last three hours of actual gameplay is you just killing one thing after the other, and all of them will beat you to death. The general story isn't that complicated. It's sort of like Pokemon, but instead of collecting Pokemon, you collect runes. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I would like make a Lego Star Wars comparison, <laughs> maybe instead. There, there is a lot of deep lore you can dive into with this. Uh, uh, I'm gonna warn anyone who does play it or has played it and doesn't quite understand where the story is which is fair because it seems like there is none, but it's 90% of it is in item descriptions. You pick up anything, anything you pick up, you got to read the description. It may seem dumb or stupid. It could be a ring or a pile of poop. You read the description or you're not going to know what's going on in this game. You don't have to though. Like if anything, you can play this game and not know a single thing about the entire story until you finish it. And true. that's kind of how I was for most of it. I, I will come back to my feelings on the story of this of this game <laughs> i will well once we we've hit sort of uh the spoiler area where we no longer are holding anything back i will really let loose on my thoughts on the story of this game or lack thereof okay then uh i guess let's move on to first impressions oh i i will note that this game uh as of last thursday had sold 13.4 million copies is that in u.s alone or is that like worldwide i think it's worldwide that's it's a lot of I mean, a lot yeah it's a lot of games like that's that's like call of duty level sales I don't even know how many people buy Call of Duty. <laughs> Maybe not anymore, but like back, I guess like what, Modern Warfare 2, they had like 60 million, 60 to 100 million sold, I think. Is that real? Oh my God. I don't know. I mean, that checks out because wait, wait. that's... Wait, 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 here, here, hang on. I have my computer up for this specific reason. Modern Warfare 2 was by far like the best Call of Duty game, so especially like multiplayer based. Okay, I was wrong. Uh, Call of Duty sold 25 million copies. And that's Modern Warfare 2, right? Yeah, Modern Warfare 2. So 25 million, uh, 4.7 million copies in the first 24. Although that's all, that's all modern warfare information. So that's not really useful. Here. That that's super crazy though, because I feel like call of duty isn't really like a particularly niche game where you only have like a very select few people playing it while from software games have always been like that. You have your crowd, you have your people who will beat their head against a rock, but most of the people are like, yeah, I don't want to do that. 
I don't want to, I don't want to get involved in this nonsense. <laughs> it, it's easy to go and shoot someone in Call of Duty. Like, it, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and anyone, everyone can do a shoot. Everybody likes to do a shoot every now and again. In video games, ideally. God dang it. <laughs> that's, that's the only place I'd recommend it. What about a modeling career, you know? I, I guess you could shoot with a camera. I guess we'll go ahead and move into uh, first impressions. And I'd like to explain who I think this game is for. This game isn't, isn't for me. It's not made for you. I don't think it's made for uh, anyone who wakes up and says... It's a beautiful day, and I can't wait to experience it. <laughs> this game is meant for anyone who walks into a water park and asks first and only, where's the waterboarding? It's, that is exactly who this game is for. It is someone who specifically wants to be tortured and hates their life. They are the sub, and the rest of the world is their dom. And that is who this game is for. Jesus Christ, Because they, they, they don't like themselves. They don't like the world they live in. They want it to beat them, and it makes them feel good. This game is for masochists. Yeah, you 13 million schmucks. <laughs> yeah, 13.4 million idiots who hate themselves in the world and just want to be pegged. That's who plays this game. Are you okay? No. How badly did this no, game hurt you? I'm not okay. My first impression. Okay, the game, this is sort. This is technically a spoiler, but again, it's like literally the first 30 seconds of the game. You get bent over by a weird Spider-Man. <laughs> like 30 seconds into the game, you walk across the bridge, you get slapped around like a newborn baby because that's essentially what you are. You, you load up the game. The game's like, what would you like to be? Would you like to be a cool knight, a hero, a prisoner, a mage, perhaps? Heck, we'll let you be a naked man. A minor spoiler as well. It doesn't matter what you pick. You're the naked man. <laughs> you are the wretch. It doesn't matter how cool you think your gear looks. The first thing you encounter in that game is going to strip you down and hose you. If you're lucky. Yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you're lucky, that's all you're getting. Like, the game very quickly wipes away any potential misconceptions you may have about this game. And then once you get walloped by Spider-Bro, you get dumped in like a cave. And the, the cave's fine. Yeah, the cave is fine. That, okay, the cave is very basic RPG. You go around, you kill some skeletons. It teaches you how to play the game. Then you hit the, the exit to the church that the cave is attached to, and the world opens up. It's green. It's beautiful. There's a giant glowing yellow tree in the distance. Like... There's little, like weird kangaroo rats hopping around everywhere like little chinchilla yeah things. yeah and there there's birds and there's bugs and and there's bats there's slimy squid beasts you don't see those at the start but you look out at this beautiful world and you're like this is fantastic and i cannot wait to explore it and literally right in front of you you walk out that gate you see a heroic man atop a golden steed and you were like that's a man i need to talk to He's got something for me. You know what he's got for you? He's got a giant halberd ready to shove down your throat and out the poop chute because he murders you when you're within three miles of him. And that's how the game starts, and that's how the game ends. Just everything that looks cool, stay away from it. It's going to murder you. Well, you're that, not wrong. You're not that's, wrong at uh, all. I'm going to push this over to you. I'm going to control myself. And uh, you tell me what, what you're... For, like. You load up the game, 
what this did for you. So uh, for me, when I when I usually first go into a, a new little game, I kind of like roam around the area and I'm like, oh, what's this? And, you know, I spend 20 minutes doing things and I get nothing out of it, <laughs> which is kind of Elden Ring in general. You just you sit there, you do things and and then nothing really happened. And, you know, you're like, OK, I'll try this this game mechanic because, you know, you're going through like tutorial tunnel, essentially. Mm. And I'm like, I played a lot of Sekiro. I know how parrying works. Don't parry, man. Just don't parry. And, you know, big guy comes at me with a sword. I'm like, I'm going to parry this. I just get butchered. Like, I I, I just, I get walloped. <laughs> and that's kind of like my first experience with it. <laughs> is I'm sitting there and I'm trying to, like, work a game mechanic. And I'm like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? Why is there, like, a second lag between me hitting parry and my shield going up? Yeah, it's so weird. There, There's that weird input lag with everything. And I think that's what threw me off, like, the whole game. Yeah. And also, like, you know, I'm on a PS4 still. I'm not doing the great old PS5, so I'm still a little bit behind everyone else. <laughs> well, I assure you that input lag exists on the PS5 as well, because that's how I played this game. And it would be a solid, like, half a second between the button click and the actual thing occurring. At least half a second. I, I feel like that was where I really, really started hitting, like my like the rocks in my road because every time i was trying to fight something i'd either accidentally double click and not be able to cancel out of something you know like i would just be a little bit behind just just like always a little bit behind in this life (laughs) and the next in video games as in my life (laughs) just just a few seconds behind where i really need to be and that was my beginning experience and it was the same with the sentinel as he constantly took his halberd and shoved it down my throat. How long did you spend fighting that guy at the start? Did, um, did you think you could take him, like, from the get-go? Because I, I did. I think I tried it, like, six or seven times. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to wander around the area a little bit and see what I can find. And, like, I'm not going to do really anything with my character, but I am going to wander around a bit. And then I got the horse. And then I'm like... His name is Torrent. Right, you torrent. get you get a, a magic horse named Torrent that you summon with a whistle. But the thing about Torrent is, I got Torrent, and then me being me was like, I don't need a horse. Oh, I forgot. I forgot you didn't even like have his uh, his button bound to anything, so you had to like go through your menu <laughs> I, your menu just to get to him instead of just like the click of a button. Man, I got so quick. I got so <laughs> fast with summoning Torrent. Like I was going through that menu so quickly. But uh, no, like I spent I spent a straight. After I got the horse, I spent a straight hour trying to beat that boss to death without the <laughs> horse. Then eventually I was like, why don't I use the horse? Yeah, horse is the way to go, I think. Although, I, I cheesed him. I got him stuck in a rock, I think, is what I did. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I wish I would have gotten him stuck on a rock. I spent like 45 minutes out of the gate. Like, that's the first thing I did in that game, was spend 45 minutes trying to beat that tree sentinel. That's what the thing is. The golden horse guy is called. He's a tree sentinel. As he, he's the first thing you greet, so you assume that he's supposed to be like the next thing. That you, he's like a tutorial boss, basically. He's not. Whoa. He's you forgot not. about the maidenless guy. Oh, yeah. The first thing you yeah. really... <laughs> right after the tutorial tunnel, the first thing you're met with are insults. Nothing yeah. <laughs> else. Just, oh, are you maidenless? And you're like, what if I am? Yeah. What, 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 who are you... Who are you to judge me, weird man, on a rock outside of a weird, broken-down Yeah, how long, how long have you been waiting here just to make fun of me? <laughs> yeah, Did what? you watch me go through that awful death tunnel just yeah, to get here? What's going on here? <laughs> I forgot he was there. 
And then his whole shtick is he just wants you to go and he like gives you fingers to go kill other people. He's just an awful man. He is. He even if you kill him, he still gives you fingers to kill people. <laughs> he's, just, he's just awful. He's not a great guy. As no one in this game is a really great guy, but we'll talk about characters later. Would you recommend this to another human being? Like do you think like at the core of it, do you think this is a good game? Before we move on into into like full spoilers and a little bit more world discussion and characters and the endings. Do you think this is good? Is it worth getting good to play this game? You know, it really depends on the person. Do they like being beaten? Do they enjoy being punished? Yes. Yes, I would thoroughly... En- I would I would tell them, yes, get this game. If you like being beaten, you like feeling inferior, <laughs> and you like wasting your life away. Do you, do you think video games have been too far from reality do you wish that they they kind of humbled you a bit more elden ring might be for you do you do you want a game where you come out of it and you're like i don't want to get isekai into this <laughs> i don't want to end up here if i end up here i'm dead and i will suffer and you know what i just don't want to do it i'd rather be in this world <laughs> yeah, i don't think i've ever played a video game where i was like man you know what thinking about my student debt isn't so bad <laughs> Maybe I will just think about that. So so you would not recommend this to just, like, the average Joe? No, I, I would not, because there's so many hours you have to yeah. sink into it. And I think that's what really... That's the thing that kind of determines whether I actually recommend a game for someone is how much time you have to put into it. Most people, they will put 20, 30 hours into a game at most. And then after that, they're like, I'm good. I got my playtime out of it. Yeah. And that's usually how I am. However, because of this game, I was a little bit different because I felt obligated to finish it. It is Stockholm Syndrome, the game. It, it punishes you into liking it. This game was designed, I feel, to have its arms open to the world because, like, you know, it's it's kind of what everybody wants right now. It's uh, it's an open world game. Now, I have, I have my own personal feelings on the way they, they created their open world. It felt very much like it's supposed to be sort of an introductory game to the Souls world because you have the brutal combat, but you can avoid a lot of it if you really want to or if you just feel like going around and beating up zombies to make yourself feel good. Like, you can do that. For a Souls game, it's, like, the most welcoming, I think, maybe of them because it's meant to allow you to kind of deviate from the path so that you can take a breather However, when you do that, you still run into things that rip out your lungs and then choke you with them. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It, so, like, this is this is from software's attempt at creating a, a game for the masses. And I suppose, to a degree, they sort of succeeded because the masses bought it. I, I agree with that. In my personal opinion, if they were trying to make a game that really appealed to the masses, I think they would have gone the more secular route except making that an open world. In which case, they actually have real story that you're, like, learning about the world. Yeah. Without having, like, go in-depth about finding things and watching your 30 lore videos. <laughs> and I think that's why, another reason why I can't, like, say this is a great game for, like, your average gamer. Me, personally, I just care about the story for the most part. Yeah. And, like, most things, I want to be immersed in it. I just felt immersed. I was just covered in blood at the end of this. I was crying. I was bleeding. <laughs> Everything smelled I, and you were wet. In, in that manner of speaking, it was very immersive. <laughs> but I had no idea what was going on halfway through it. Yeah. Because I'm not someone who reads the descriptions. 
I will go back and I'll watch videos over it and like find out exactly what who this random demigod was. Mm. I'll I'll do that, but not while I'm playing the game usually. So yeah. as for me, do I think this is a good game? Now, this is going to be sort of conflicting to everything that is going to follow, but I think this is sort of it's like it's a good game. It's fun. It's it kept me entertained. Uh, I also hate everything about it. Like, but one hundred percent. Yeah, I I'm willing to accept that the game it, it, like it's good. It's really an eye opener. There's tons to do. There's lots of items. However, for everything I find that I like, I find three things that makes me really frustrated. I like structurally, uh, the game is good. The mechanics are great. Uh, the world looks beautiful except it's ugly and it's gross and everything's covered in grime and slime and rot. The people who designed the world, uh, I, I think, deserve to take a bow on this one because it is uh, a real work of art in itself. Mm -hmm. But so much about this just makes you want to kill yourself. I think it would be an amazing game and I'd give it like a 10 out of 10 and I'd recommend it to everyone if there was 10 times the amount of dialogue. Yeah. Not two times, not three times because there's like three sentences. Yeah. And if you play the game wrong, you can miss almost all of the dialogue. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I missed almost all the dialogue. Before we continue, quick summary. Is the game good? Yes. Is the game bad? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Is it for everyone? No. 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 Uh, should you try, like, if you have a friend who has it and can just lend it to you, uh, I think everyone should try it. I, I think it has a lot to teach a person, like, as a gamer and just kind of, in real life, because there is sort of this uh, this kind of overarching lesson. Like, the bosses are all designed to make you lose, so you have to keep trying to beat them. So it, it teaches you perseverance in the worst possible way. Unless you are literally a person with anger issues, then don't touch the game. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no. You'll it, just it, break your remote over and over again. I am very patient in games. I don't get upset at games, but there were times when I looked at my remote, I looked up at my TV, and I was like, you're going right through the other one. <laughs> I will put you through that wall. <laughs> certainly certainly not a game for everyone. It's a game that most people should try, but I totally understand anyone who looks at this and hears about it and they're like, I want no part of it. I'm like, good, excellent. You shouldn't want to do this. It's like looking at One Piece and being like, that's a lot of, that's a lot. Yeah, this game is a lot. That being said, uh, we, we have talked a lot about uh, our feelings on the story. I think that that is the greatest, and uh, I know there's a lot of get good folks out on the internet who would stake me for this, but I think that's where this game really falls apart. Now, everyone likes to make the argument that uh, Miyazaki makes these games the story the way he does because uh, it's meant to be interpreted by the player. However, I think that's kind of lazy. Yeah, that's what that's my thought exactly. I'm fine with leaving some things open ended, but you have to have some kind of guide for a story to be felt by the player. Like this game, a game's mechanics in actual play can only take it so far because if the story's just not interesting or like it doesn't capture you, your game sort of has failed if you are willing to put in the time there's lots of story here for you to take but the creators of this game expected the players to sink three plus hundred hours into this game collecting 
all of the items. After you do a quest, you then got to revisit every place you've already been because something could have changed. There could be a new character there or someone's dialogue changes slightly. It requires so much legwork that it makes the, the story that you eventually get feel very diminished to what it should be. There was, there was a point in the game where th there's lots of talk about uh, the old Elden ruler lady Merica. Mm-hmm. And, like, because she is sort of the crux of this whole story. She's the one that puts everything in motion. She's the reason the world is. Because Merica took away destined death in the game. So people don't really die anymore. Which created this awful, gross world where everyone either comes back as zombies or they get sucked up into a tree. And those are your two options. <laughs> and it's stupid and terrible and I hate her for it. But there's so much story about her. However, if you're not careful, you'll miss all of it. But what I was saying, there's a point in the game, and this is a big spoiler, where it's revealed that her and another major character in the game, Radigan, Radagon? Radigan. Radigan? Uh, Rat something, is Merica. And, like, I did this whole, whole little quest to figure this out. And, like, I went, and you go to a statue, and you activate this incantation, and the statue Is just, this a quest line? Uh, sort of. So I, I completely yeah, skipped over this one. And you do it, you activate the incantation, and the Statue of America changes into Radigan. And then it's like, Radigan is America. And I was like, did I do this? Cool, I guess. And like, that should have been a huge hit. But I just stared at the statue, I'm like, is that it? Is that all I get? You're just gonna, the statue changes? This could mean anything. I guess it told me they're one and the same, so sure. A, a game should have built it up so when that reveal happens, you kind of have to take a step back and be like, whoa. And now there were some people, I guarantee you, had that reaction. I wasn't one of them because I'm a regular gamer who just plays through the game to have fun, and I didn't spend 800 hours reading every item description. I'll be real. I don't know if I saw that. I kind of feel like I saw something about that happen. However, at the same time, I probably saw it happen. And I was like, who's that? Who's this person? And I feel like that's... I, I just wouldn't know. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> and I found out. I was talking to a, a friend at work. And after you do that, it doesn't tell you this. But you can then take that information to this other guy who then allows you to change the ending of the game. <laughs> What? Yeah, you got to take that information to some guy with a gold mask. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I, and then I, that's how you get one of the, the endings. Uh, like, the ending of, like, the golden order, order? or something. Yeah. Or some, some order ending. But there's no ending. Like, I just stumbled across it, so I had no idea. I just continued the game unaware of this until I talked to somebody about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you got to go talk to this guy. Like, how would I know that? That's where this game really falls through. Is like, I, I like it when a game doesn't hold your hand, but at least give me... A cutscene that's more than 10 seconds long every once in a while. Like, there should be quarters in the game, and once you reach, like, one quarter of the game, you get, like, a two to three minute, maybe five minute cutscene that kind of updates you on the story, and you can kind of see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to sit and read a billion item descriptions. Yeah, and you're, you're right. This is where the game fell through. Because for me, like, when I first started the game, and they have, like, the really cool sequence with uh, Melania, Melania, Melania? And uh, Radon, it's like a really cool thing where they're like explaining what happened, like the fight between these two. And you're like, this is really cool. And then it ends and you're like, oh, and they kind of throw you into things. And then you're, you're adventuring and then you finally come across like Margot and you're like, oh, cutscene. That's cool. That's nifty. 
And then he gives you information. And then that's kind of after that you realize, oh, that's about all I'm getting. There, there's just not enough info to go around. There's not enough cutscenes Because I feel like you need to have the dialogue to explain to people what is going on. Because no one wants to read the item descriptions. Yeah. And there's, there are people on the internet who make the defense for the game. But again, a, a real storyteller needs to tell a story. Yeah, and I'm not even saying the game's bad. Because no. it is a good, it's a great game. Yeah. It, it deserves most of the praise that yeah. it gets. I would have forgiven everything else I hate about this game if it had just been a little bit more loose-lipped with its story. You know, I could have played through the game. Like, I'm... I don't know if we're in spoilers yet. You know, we're spoilers. Just go ahead. I I could have dealt with the entire game being just the game it was, and I would have been fine with it. However, when I got to the ending of the game, the ending of the game is where I kind of just broke. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, no, I can't accept this. The ending of the game to me, while, yes, you can you can go in and be like, oh, well, if you interpret it this way and, you know, like, that, that one line of dialogue suggests that this happened. It's so dumb. And it, that's the thing. It's like two lines of dialogue. I played 180 hours through an overall fantastic game besides the story just to be met with a moonlit background <laughs> and... Ronnie being like, the age of stars has begun. And that's the coolest ending. Did you watch the way the game ends the other five ways? I, I do like the frenzied flame ending. That is the other good one. It, it, well, it's not good. No, but it looks good. It looks great. I feel like that's the ending that tells you the most. Yeah. But that's ridiculous to me because it's just your head being on fire, you sitting on a throne, and then uh, the maiden girl, Melina... I, I'm freaking bad at names, okay? okay? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce these The maiden. Names. You're maiden, right? Well, unless my maiden's Ronnie. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then, like, she's just, like, essentially in the end, I'll kill this man. Yeah, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to hunt you down to the end of the earth. And because she die. told you, she was like, if you, met, if you do this, we, we, we can't be friends. I'm going to kill you. You're not going to be the Lord of Chaos. Yeah. And what do you do? You're like, I'm going to be the Lord of Chaos. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> A game like that should, like, every single ending should be, like, mind-blowing. It should make you want to go back. But I remember asking the guy I work with, are the endings, is it just like a Mass Effect 3 where you're basically picking the color of your ending? And he told me, no. And I say to him, you're a liar. <laughs> that game, all the endings, aside from the, the Ronnie ending and the, the Flame ending, is just a color palette swap. Like, one of them is a dusty ending, one of them has flies in it, one of them is uh, a little more yellow than the others. One has some, like, weird fungus coming down from the sky. Yeah, like, like it's, that's, and that's it. And they all end the same with just a pic, like, a, a quick scene of that person, like, the person who you summoned at the end sitting in the throne. And that's the end, and it's like... Ah, uh, our seed will remember this as uh, the era of order. And it's like, cool. Why are we doing this? Yeah, and... This means nothing to me. And then there's just a whole bunch of people on the internet who are like, well, I interpreted this way. You see, in the fractured ending, there's actually a shadow behind him, which shows the sun rising in the background, technically, which means, like, it's a new beginning. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, 
the frick are you talking about? Is that real? That is real. I That's watched real. a video <laughs> where somebody is just like, the sun is rising. That's why there's a shadow. Ah. So technically, sun. like, you can interpret it this way. And I'm like, cool, I Okay. Guess. <laughs> sure. There's a sun? Wow. Well done, everyone involved. Like Mass Effect 3, an ending like that can ruin your yeah. whole perception of a game if you don't feel like you were properly rewarded for doing it. And I understand the reward, this is another gripe. The reward is supposed to be like the bosses you fight, you overcome them, and you feel good, and you get cool gear. The twist on that is 80% of the gear you get from the people you kill, you cannot use. Because if you want to play this game and do well in it, you have to highly specify your build to a specific type, or you will never be strong enough to kill anything. If you pick strength, and that's your main focus... You're screwed. Yeah, that's all you can do. And, and you, you can, can't actually do anything. Yeah, you can wield the big hammer... <laughs> And you'll die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's just how that works. Like that that's that's how it is. And that's super frustrating. I, I've been and, I've been on this story too long. Well, I guess, like but. And, and I'm personally fine with like building your character however it should be. Well, this is like a really meaningless gripe. I really do hate the fact that you will go and you will you will kill Radon, you will kill Melania, you will kill all these people, Morg, you know, like the dragons or whatever, and then they'll be like, cool. But you don't actually get their stuff yet. Yeah. You first have to go and you have to turn in this rune thing that you got from them. And then, or no, what, what, a reminiscence or something like that. Remembrance. Remembrance. You have to turn that in. But you only need to pick one of the things unless you want to go to this mausoleum. Which, by <laughs> the way, is very inconvenient. Because half the mausoleums are easy. While the other half is you have to like get onto the turtle's back. And then you have to do stuff. By the way, it's not easy to get onto the turtle's back. <laughs> you have to find specifically where to jump off of or jump onto to get to the turtle's back. And by the way, you can only do this for seven of them. So that's about 14 items that you'll never get to touch, even though you went through all this trouble to kill these people. Well, you do New Game Plus. And, and then, then I... you do it all over again. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go all the way back and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that Elden Beast or whatever. I want to fight him again. Again, I want to fight all these people again, except I want them to be a little bit harder and me to be about where I was when I first started the game, except I kind of know what I'm doing now. Why wouldn't I want to? Why, why wouldn't you want to? Because despite playing the game, I have a shred of my soul left and I can't lose it. <laughs> I have to hang on to what I have. You have to wait for that DLC pack. I don't know if I could go back for DLC. I, how does DLC work for those games? Like, do I have to they restart? They add quest lines. Because, like, if they're part of quest lines that you already finished or you've killed them, you'd have to restart the game, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thought. So are you saying? No, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know how... Are you assuming? Game... Yes. Are you assuming that... Probably. I played 180 to 200 hours of a game, and now to play the DLC, because they don't have, like, a... Go back to right before you killed the final boss. Correct. I will have to go through and beat all of those people now, all over again. Now, ideally, all the DLC... Would, oh, my God! Oh, oh, my cat just treaded me. Uh, ideally, it would uh, it would be about characters who survive till the end, unless you personally killed them and, mech and mucked it up yourself. You would hope so. There are a few routes for DLCs that I can see and that I'd appreciate, because there is, like... There's one character that I really like to see fleshed out more. Mm. But also, I killed his sister, so I feel like that could be a problem. <laughs> that would be that. That sounds like an issue. That's like the main one where I'm like, I want to see them do something with them, but because it could like change everything and mm. it'd be really cool. 
but you murdered one of them. But I murdered someone important to them, and I don't know how that'll go. <laughs> and I killed his entire family, so. Oh, my God. You did, too. Who, who was it? Uh, Mikola. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He, the You know, the, whoever Melania is, she's the blade of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I guess that kind of brings me into, like, one of my questions for you. Is, like, throughout the game, who's, like, your favorite character for it? Like, or who did you want to see fleshed out more that you're, like, sitting there the entire time and you're, like, please, give me something about what's going on here. Like, what was your big thing that you really wanted to have them talk about? I would have liked a bit more background on, I think her name's Melina, your, the, the girl who kind of chooses the, the to The goddess of rot. That's what I'm going to call her because I can't. Or, wait. The goddess of rock girl or the, your maiden? Your maiden. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because she, like, there's, like, vague hints at what she wants and does, but I don't know. It'd be nice if there was a bit more about her because she follows you around everywhere. To be honest, uh, maybe, uh, what, what's his name? Bach? Your little, uh, your little seamstress, seamster guy? <laughs> I, I wish he would have just been a constant little fellow who followed you around. I think that would be fun. Did you, did you ever finish his storyline? I did. I did it right. I didn't get him killed. Okay, okay. I, I remember right. telling you about it before I, it happened. I specifically went to get this thing that told him he's beautiful, and uh, <laughs> I saved his life. Because you didn't want uh, Ranala to turn him into, like, a boy, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. just have him, like, dead? Yeah, I did all that before I went into the end game because I'm like, I'm going to save as many people as I can. <laughs> but beyond that, I don't know. Like, I didn't really care about any of the characters. Like, um, when you have to end up fighting and killing Blythe for Ronnie's quest line, the Wolfman. Was that not, like, a fake him? Was that him? Did you never go back to Ronnie's Rise? No, like, after I killed the thing? So I did the Ronnie storylines. Yeah. And then, like, while I'm venturing around down in like that underworld kind of place there's another time you kill him himself after you complete all that stuff if you go back to ronnie's rise he's waiting there with murderous intent and tries to kill you oh i never went back oh well i guess he well if you kill him you get all of his gear ah but so he just attacks you and i fought him and i murdered him and you know what i felt nothing because i was like whatever man I missed all of his storyline, except for the part where he helps me kill Radon. <laughs> I missed everything. Like, literally, and I think that's an issue. I shouldn't have been able to miss everything and still do the storyline. Yeah. I feel like they should have, like, certain characters where it's like, you either start their storyline or you don't. I missed half the things that Melina said, because I didn't know that when you go to the fire or whatever... And it's only certain ones at certain times. Yeah. Like, it's very specific. You have I didn't to know go... I could talk to her. Yeah. And it's a lot of that issue. But yeah, I felt I felt nothing for any of these characters. And I did most of, like, Blythe's stuff. So, like, I should have felt something. But just because how poorly fleshed out they all are, I didn't care. I killed him like, you're dead now, aren't you, loser? If you were better, I'd be dead. But guess what? <laughs> I ain't. It's you. Because I have infinite lives. And you put me through a lot during those six first times. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, put, I, I had to put the dog down. Oh, you know? God. He lost it. I put him down. Uh, quite literally. Who would, who would you want to be more fleshed out or just talked about at all? Um, so the two for me are the one you were, you mentioned because I feel like there's a lot to her because she does a lot randomly. Like, yeah. She, like, sets the tree on fire just from that thing. I don't even know how she did it. She was like, it's just, just fire. <laughs> and, and you know what? That's all it took for. And then the uh, Mikola. Just because, like, the lore that people talk about in videos, there's, like, a lot about it and how he was, like, 
essentially the next person who was supposed to come to power in the world mm -hmm. just because of how like he was a very like intelligent person or intelligent demigod and like he kind of saw the fault in the golden order which is why he went to where uh the rot goddess was or like that's where he kind of founded his own tree there and like he was raising essentially like another order and like a new era there yeah just because he saw like how flawed the current system was and then uh moog like stole his body and, <laughs> and then all of that like went super downhill and now he's just like a weird child in this like pit covered in blood and it's another the world is just sad it's just a sad world well, yeah because like half the characters you interact with you get killed yeah <laughs> literally all of them basically unless you're very cautious there are a few you can save but most of them are dead they yeah. all die like all of them like the lady you save in the basement who's, like, chained up because she's, sell like... Sell Yeah, sell him. Like, you're, like, yeah, a master. Senpai, you know? Like, <laughs> you're sitting there, and you're, like, yeah, she's pretty chill. Like, she's she's definitely got a screw loose. But, you know, she's not too bad. And then you come back, and she's just a weird head thing. Just groaning, upset, sad. And then she's, like, every, like over there, like... else in that game. Apprentice. <laughs> You can still buy stuff from her, so she's Oh, thank God. At least conscious. I can learn incantations and magic from her. Like, that's all I wanted, you know? I don't care about the NPCs' lives. See, I don't... I don't think this game is meant for you to care about the NPCs' lives. Or they would have, uh, one, developed them, and two, given you more NPCs. This is an empty world. For such a massive map, there's no one in it. True. Just a whole bunch of weird dancing people. Yeah. There, a windmill. There's talks about people and cities and organizations, and there's no one around. That That's always really weird to me. Like, there's just camps of soldiers who you're meant to kill. There's only camps of people you're meant to kill, not camps of people you're meant to save. And I feel like that's another place this game falls flat, because I don't care about the world. There's, I, there's no reason for you to care. Like, the more I think about it, like, when I was first playing, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to get, like, the bad ending, because then, like, the world suffers. But, like, now looking back at it, I'm like... Why would I care? I didn't meet anyone in the world. Yeah. Everyone I met, I killed on accident. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're destined to die anyways. Like, there's no point. Oh, I'm the Lord of Chaos. Chaos of what? That tree? <laughs> that tree that's just it growing there? For you. And the weird finger people? Like, what was that? <laughs> there's not enough time in the day to discuss all the awfulness in this game. And, like, the finger people. Oh, yeah, the, the finger went to sleep. They're fingers. They don't sleep. <laughs> They're just fingers. They're just little flanges. They don't, they don't do anything. Where's the rest of the arm? Where's the arm? Where's the shoulder? Where like the head, knees, and toes. There's a two finger and there's a three finger. Was this a full hand? The at three one finger point? combo <laughs> from raising kings. Dang it! But like the secret sauce. The more I think about, it, the less I care about the world in general. Because, like you said, there's no NPCs that you care about. All of them end up dead because, like, your best wolf friend guy, he's dead. You know, the, the girl you travel with, she sacrificed herself supposedly for the tree or to burn down the tree, which I don't understand, but whatever. I feel like uh, if that fire burns down a tree, you could have just, um, I don't know, put it on a torch yeah, and like, carried it back. Yeah, like set it on fire, you know? They do it for the Olympics all the time. A guy carries that torch all over the place. It, happened it in, still lights the fire. It happened in Pokemon too. Yeah. Yeah, they just had a flame they carried. And I know they have torches. Yeah. You carry one in the game. I can even cast fire spells. Why don't I just set a dragon on it? The dragons don't care. It's got to be a special type of fire though. It's got to be that that giant's cauldron fire nonsense. Why don't I just get a giant to set fire to it? He knows what's going on. I'm surprised he didn't. Like he's just hanging out there. 
I don't know what was going on. So that was actually another thing I didn't understand. Like, who is this giant? Yeah. Like, I that was also one of the characters that I didn't care about the lore. The giants? Yeah, I didn't care. I didn't look into it. That was, like, the only <laughs> character I didn't look into because I was like, he's just a filler character. <laughs> uh, well, the, the giants, uh, you know, when they, they have the fire, they can kill the tree. They're supposed to be one of the more, I think, important groups that tried to uh, fight America. Oh. Is that why there was, like, a whole bunch of them, like, just dead around the mountain? Yeah. Oh. Because them and the dragons, <laughs> I think, were two of the... Well... At some point or another, maybe except for the Volcano Manor, all of them kind of had their go at the, at the capital or, or like uh, at, at nearly defeating America or something. But again, I'm no expert on this game. There, there's a lot of characters that I feel bad for. Devin, you Continue. Good. I'm going to go take care of this cat. Uh, there's a lot of characters in the game that I like legitimately feel bad for, but all the characters that I feel bad for, my only goal in the game is to kill them. Yeah, it's like, well, I guess Because, like, Margot slash Margot, he has, like, a really traumatic backstory, which mm-hmm. I feel bad for him because he's, like, the, he's one of the demigods, except he was born as, like, a misbegotten or as an omen. He's born as an omen. And so they're like, yeah, we're going to chain you up in the basement. <laughs> Even though you actually care about the capital, we're going to chain you up in the basement. And, you know, we won't cut off your horns, though. You'll, you'll, you'll retain some of your power, but, you know, like, you, you get to sit down there until eventually they let him out for some reason. And then he's like, I'm still going to protect this place, which is one of the main reasons the capital never fell before mm-hmm. was because he was there, like, protecting it and, like, sending out essentially, like, weird kill orders and, like, going out himself to kill people <laughs> to protect everything. And then they're like, screw him. Now imagine if they <laughs> just actively told us that sort of thing in the game. Yeah, and then you have, like... Without having to hit up YouTube. You have Radon, who is actually not a terrible person, who's, like, actually protecting ever like protecting the world from, like, the creatures and the stars and stuff like mm. that. And then, you know, they're like, well, he's crazy now, but he's still doing his job. He's still holding it up. He's still trying to look out for his half-dead horse. <laughs> like, it, it's crazy. Like, all the characters you actually learn to care about, they're like, you will kill them. Everyone else doesn't matter. Just the people you kill will have stories. (laughs) Why bother developing people who are not going to murder? Yeah, and and that's like, it's good storytelling, but it's also just hurtful. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I honestly, honestly could talk about this game for probably another three hours. But for the sake of everyone involved, we're going to wrap it up. Now, again, despite the fact we really spent an hour roasting this game... This is a good game. Okay, except for could, one thing. Be a little better. Except for one thing that I'm really salty about because they never wanted to fix it. For some weird reason, PS4 players could not play with PS5 players. Yeah, I don't know what's up and with that. And I don't understand what's up with it. I don't like the fact they're like, we don't care. Why don't they just buy a better console? <laughs> broke boys. <laughs> Hashtag broke. I really just wanted to I wanted to play I wanted to play like a lot of those levels with you, but it would never let us play. It's like, oh, I just Yeah, because it's like it, it just wouldn't. It like wouldn't respond. And I was like, this is stupid. And I know that's, like, a petty thing to be upset about. But no, it, like, that's something you should be upset about because, like, that's a core mechanic of the multiplayer. Is yeah. Like, it's supposed to be cross-compatible, like, cross-platform like that for the PS4 and PS5. Yeah, like, I straight up bought it for the crappier of my consoles because I could have gotten it for the new Xbox, but I was like, my friends have it on PlayStation, and so I bought it for the PS4. And then they're like, <laughs> you wanted to play with your friends? <laughs> <laughs> loser. Why don't you get on those wait lists, loser? You should have got good, Clinton. You should have got good. 
Yeah, like, that's the one thing that 100% I'm like, this is a stupid game for. Like, they should have fixed that immediately, especially since it broke the first week the game was out. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I'm never, I'm never going to fix it. And I was like, cool, whatever. I don't, like, and they released a bunch of patches, too. So yeah. It's not, like, it's not like they haven't had the opportunity, unless we're doing it wrong, which is it's possible, I suppose. Yeah, but you got someone into other people's worlds. Yeah, it's true. It certainly worked for me. I can do it. But anyways, beyond right. that, it's genuinely a good game as long as you aren't, like, super into stories. <laughs> if you like rough combat, it's a good game. If you go into it knowing you're going to be bad the whole time, it's good. Like, the, the, like these, are, these are sort of my tips for playing Elden Ring. Use magic because it's broken. Yeah, use magic. Everything will kill you. There are no happy endings. And don't get involved with the fandom. Those are my four tips. <laughs> those are the four. You live by those rules, you'll be fine. Uh, unless you have any final thoughts, I think we're going to cut this. Remember, stay maidenless. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. We're wrapping it up. We're getting out of here. Uh, nothing special. We. Hey, hey, finish the outro, bud. Oh, Sorry. Finish, finish the outro. <laughs> yeah. What was I saying? What did I say? What? What? Just start over. Just cut it. Just start <laughs> no, over. No, 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 no. This is staying in. Anyway, whatever. All right. I, I have nothing real fancy to say. I w- I'm going to try and uh, stay a bit more consistent this time. There's certainly lots of stuff going on I like to talk, I'd like to talk about. And, uh, you know, work life's pretty boring and rough right now, so I kind of want something to get out of it. So that, that's what, your mind. Yeah, that's what this is going to be. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say what we're going to do next week because I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do it next week. We might. We might not. Can't say. We can only hope it's less than a year. Yeah, yeah. Ideally in the next week or two, maybe, uh, whenever I actually put this thing out, which I really don't know. So, um, I don't know, go outside or something. See you guys later.